Hello, welcome to the Belk on Business podcast. This is Josh Belk, and I appreciate you joining the show today, and I hope to provide value to you on this episode. If you do get value out of this episode, please do me a huge favor and make sure to subscribe to this podcast. And if you're on Apple Podcast, leave me a five-star review. Thanks again for listening, and enjoy the show. Hello, hope you're having a wonderful day, and I appreciate you listening to the Belk on Business podcast. I would, encur- I would encourage you, if you're not subscribed, to maybe consider subscribing. We're on all the platforms out there. Uh, today, we're going to talk a little bit about effective uh, coaching, training, and mentoring, and I think probably use most of those words interchangeably as we, as we work through uh, just four different kind of ideas or items as it relates to, um, as it relates to uh, coaching or mentoring or training. And I think for all of us, usually the person that does the teaching is a lot many times doing the learning, and I find that uh, for myself and uh, for many others, many times they learn best by actually training somebody else or teaching somebody else or coaching somebody else. And I know a lot of times when I go in and have a client that calls and says, hey, Josh, you know, we're, we're struggling in this particular area. Can you come and help us uh, through being forced to study and then getting in there and, and having that interaction? I end up learning a ton, uh, a lot more than, uh, than if I just uh, went and tried to kind of go at it alone or kind of being in the other seat. So if we want to be effective at coaching or, or training or mentoring, uh, some things maybe you want to consider. Uh, first of all, uh, and, uh, we need to learn to ask good questions. So asking good questions, and, and undoubtedly you've uh, probably listened to others that talk about this, but uh, as, a, as a coach or as a mentor, the, the goal really is to try to determine uh, how we can help the person that we're trying to coach or mentor, okay, or the person that we're trying to train. Uh, the goal isn't always for me to meet my objectives. Uh, as, a, as a business owner, there are times that I'll sit down and I'll, I'll, train, I'll train my employees. Uh, there are other individuals out there that may call me and say, hey, Josh, would you be willing to kind of maybe mentor or help me or coach me in this area? One thing I want to learn is uh, where are they wanting to go? What is the goal that they're trying to achieve? Of course, as a business owner, when I'm training, there, of course, I have the goal. I need them to learn this material, but I want them or learn how to, to, to perform a particular task. Okay, But I do want them, uh, within doing that, to be able to reach their own individual accomplishments. And the only way I'm going to learn uh, where they want to get, or where they're at even currently, so if they're uh, on that process of they're needing to learn something, finding out where they're at, is to be able to ask good questions. And this is uh, kind of something that you just do or learn by doing. And it's not like a book out there, how to ask good questions. Of course, maybe there is a book out there that states that. But uh, it's, uh, it's kind of one of those things that many times you learn about what types of questions to ask by simply getting out there and asking questions and uh, learning what sort of dialogue, what sort of feedback uh, that you receive. So first of all, learning to ask good questions. Secondly, listening to understand. So first of all, I talk about the asking part, and then secondly, the listening part. So listening to understand, not simply to reply. This is true most of the time in any relationship, even even in a marital relationship many times, is uh, learning to become a better listener. Okay, but this is especially true when you talk about uh, coaching, uh, mentoring, and training is, uh, is listening, learning how to listen. So uh, operate kind of with that 80-20 uh, mentality, 80-20% of rule. Try to let them do 80% of the talking and try to find out where they're at, uh, and uh, this way you can figure out how you can truly help them. Uh, And also listening will uh, force you or help you to uh, put aside your own biases, assumptions, and experiences. So many times we kind of go in and and we have something we want to say. Oh, we have an answer to that question. Uh, Or this is where we think you should be. Uh, Many times we just need to kind of take a step back and be quiet and listen to what uh, what they're having to say and to to kind of listen to understand, not simply to put in our two cents about, hey, you know what, I I experienced this one time before, or this is what I would do if I were you, or uh, or even worse yet, uh, operating with uh, uh, preconceived notions or assumptions uh, or your own biases in that dialogue. Thirdly, uh, build a, a caring, compassionate relationship. 
Okay, so have it really kind of come from a point of, of care and compassion, because ultimately, I think that the best help that we can provide uh, for the group that we're working with or the individual that we're working with is to try to try to create a culture of, 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 of not just listening, but also a, a culture of servitude and help. So I want that relationship to be one to where they can look at me as somebody who's willing to help them and I want to serve them and vice versa. And so that they turn around and somebody else that they're working with, they end up doing the same thing. So the end goal really is to try to get to the point to where there's a, a relationship of one of help and uh, uh, one of, of, um, of servitude. And that's only going to come if you have a heart of compassion and a heart of caring with the individual that you're trying to work with. A fourth, be able to utilize different techniques to maintain progress. And uh, different people learn different ways. My, my son, my youngest son, his name is James, and, and uh, he has a, a little bit of a, of a learning disability. And and, uh, and, and I hope I don't embarrass him if he listens to this, and I don't think, I don't think he would mind. Uh, but he learns in a different way. It doesn't mean that he's, he's stupid or uh, he's simply not able to understand. It just means that he learns in a different way. Even Josh, the, uh, the gentleman here that's uh, standing behind the camera, uh, he learned things in a different way. And I've learned that in our, even in our dialogue. And uh, some people learn more visually. Okay? Some people are kinetic learners. Okay, uh, but understanding when you're working with someone, when you're coaching, training, or mentoring, how do they learn? How do they understand? How do they process information? First of all, and then secondly, how is uh, how can we uh, help to motivate them? So uh, different people have different ways that they uh, that they're motivated, and uh, kind of learning what those what those buttons are. Sometimes it may be supportive language. So some people they just they just need a little bit of encouragement. Other people they need more admonishment. They kind of need to maybe you know you to stick your finger their, your finger in their face a little bit more. So kind of learn what works for that individual, not in just uh, in the way that they learn, but also in the way that they can progress. Because if I'm training, if I'm, if I'm coaching, if I'm mentoring, I want to, to help them push forward to be able to achieve their goals that I learned when I was asking good questions and I, I was listening well. Um, so just a few points, just a few ideas on, on maybe some different things that we can do for wanting to become more effective in our coaching and our mentoring and our training. Hope this would have some help to you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening.